Well, this is a bit of an honour and it's a definite podcast exclusive here. We had a shortened version of our chat with Anthony and Murray from the original Wiggles on air this morning, but this is the full unedited chat. Exactly right. We um, got into it a little bit more, asked a couple more questions. It truly was a trip. Yep. When at the end they said, uh, thank you, Ned and Josh, Josh and I both looked at each other. We're like, what is our job? The what is their what saying our name? It was absolutely <laughs> incredible. Ahead of their landmark documentary, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Hot Potato, the story of the Weagles. It is available to stream. We say a big good morning to Murray and Anthony from the Weagles. Murray, how's it going? It's going great. Anthony's with me and uh, this is Murray. <laughs> Murray, wonderful. <laughs> Fantastic. Murray, so good to have a chat to you, mate. The Red Wiggle, famously from our childhood. I, I'm certainly OG Wiggles fan generation number one, which mm. I... Fantastic. <laughs> look, this is the thing for me that I, I've always wanted to ask one of you guys, um, if we had the opportunity to have a chat, um, what what was what was the decision-making like? I mean, obviously the documentary is going to get into all of this, to go from cockroaches to wiggles. Like, how did you go, the early childhood stuff, you're going to do it, you're going to use it, and it's going to happen as part of your musical expression? It wasn't so much a decision, I don't think. Um, Anthony um, had sort of moved on a bit from the cockroaches uh, and went to university, and that's where Greg and, and I and Anthony met. And uh, so it really came out of our university studies and uh, as um, early childhood educators and um, just decided to do an album of music for children and, and we thought that was kind of it and uh, we really didn't plan a career or anything and it just took off and just kept going and we followed it. Oh, that's so incredible. Um, <laughs> staying on your guys' origins sort of, there's a very funny part of the documentary where <laughs> you all but admit that no one was quick to put their hand up for the yellow skivvy. Uh, and you were very pl- pleased that Greg was like, yep, all right, I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah, it's a bit like that. I'll put Anthony on. Hello. Hey, Anthony, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. We're in the big red car. Oh, right. fantastic. This is great news. <laughs> right, all night long. All day long. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the question, but, yeah, look, uh, obviously uh, in the documentary there's a bit of a funny part where no one really wants to take the yellow skivvy. Greg eventually puts his hand up. My question is, though, did you were you sold on yellow, red, blue, and purple from the beginning, or was there ever talks of a green wiggle mm. or, or a pink wiggle or an orange wiggle? How locked in were the four colours from the beginning? Oh mate, it, it was uh, it was pretty well locked in. But then this is what happened: we had I had the blue, and then early on I had to change the green for a little bit because of blue screen. Oh green wow! Screen, there was blue screen, yeah. so it became green, and then green screen came in more popular. So then I became blue again. Oh, so, wow. then, <laughs> do you remember the Sesame Street song? It ain't easy being green. Yeah. Well, that was me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony was the only wiggle that was the green screen wiggle. It yeah. was just whatever colour we're not using today, just that's the colour you are. Disembodied head singing. That would have been terrifying. You're the Cheshire cat yeah, of the wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is... This is a question I had for you, Anthony, and I've always wanted to ask you this, and I don't know how much we can go into the detail here, but I was an original generation Wiggles fan with my sister, and... It, could you? My sister would never believe me when I told her this, but it was always suspicious to me that when Captain Feathersword was there, you weren't there. Mm. Um, is there any? Is there any shenanigans there, or uh, is my sister right and I'm just making things up? Oh man, as an adult, I'm going to tell you when we started. If you don't mind me, just I would be 
I, I would come on stage as Anthony, then I'd go off stage, put on Captain Feather's sword suit, and then also be Wags the dog. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Then go back out. Anthony was hardly ever in the shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then it's in the doco, and it's a true story. Paddy, uh, Captain Feathersword, Paul Paddock, mm. we call Paddy, he became captain. He, he filled in and did an amazing job. And he's so good, such a great actor. But my mum, who loves me dearly, said to me, love, He's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it up. Got to take the truth. Where, truth bombs where they come. That's fine. Mate, your mum gives you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Anthony, I wanted to ask you as well. This is a few years ago, but uh, obviously it was huge uh, for the Wiggles to win the Triple J Hottest 100. Yes. Um, about that day, were you a little bit worried because whilst it's in good spirits and stuff, it can obviously, when you get to the pointy end of the hottest 100 countdown, it can get a little bit brutal where people are quite upset, quite mad. Were you a little bit worried that you're like, all of this attention might eventually kind of culminate in some negative attention towards us? Like maybe too much attention isn't really what we need or from this crowd or anything, whatever. Or were you just sort of excited to play along and see where you guys were going to end up? Mate, it's a great question. I, they had two and a half million votes for the yeah. Wiggles. And, but you're right. It was just, it was so left of field for us. And it didn't, we didn't aim to go in and win the, you know, the hottest 100. I didn't even know what it was before we. <laughs> and and, and it, my daughter loves Tame Impala. And I didn't know Elephant. But um, look, we worked our asses off to get that right. And we threw fruit salad in there. Yeah. Mm. Um, but but um, no, mate, no, no. We were very lucky. I got a tattoo uh, to celebrate it, and of course, I put the wrong year in. Twenty twenty two, not twenty twenty three. Whatever it was. But mate, no, you're right. We we did that, and then we left it. We got out of that world, and um, don't want to attract any negatives. We're just very thank our lucky stars. He's Murray. He's the rock god. He'll be able to tell you. Uh, no, we weren't really worried. Mostly, it was very positive. The reaction, yeah. and um, uh, you know, there were a few people saying, "Oh, you know, they're not a proper." Triple J band, but you know, it, when when it came out on like a version, it was just a really good time um, for, for that to happen because of you know COVID and all the sort of difficult things that were going on, and and you know we, I think we brought a sort of a ray of sunshine into people's lives. I think so. And the bizarreness of it too wasn't lost on us or the audience. I think it's absolutely absolute nonsense to say you're not a Triple J band. They're a youth orientated station. You're the first band I ever listened <laughs> yeah, to. I was so. say, yeah, most people's first CD yeah. was the Wiggles. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe they need to have a look at themselves. Yeah, and when and when we did the um, did our tour last year of uh, for adults, um, you know, most of the audience were were probably Triple J. Yeah, and we go. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, Murray, I had a question for you, and you you speak about it briefly, but I also understand it's quite emotional. You speak very, very earnestly about um, the struggles of having children and having to leave them for massive amounts of time because you guys were internationally enormous and were dragged all across the world. Is that... Is it sort of such a complex relationship to have with your audience who are also children who would have been your son's age, who was so sad to see his dad go, but then you were also getting such unfiltered love from this crowd that are also children? I cannot imagine. I mean, you obviously speak about what it did to your mental health, but what's that sort of like? Yeah, it it was quite difficult. I mean, 
usually when we're when we're on tour, you know, your head's in that space, and so you just go out and you're doing the job. Yeah, and, you know, and you're just enjoying it, and you're getting a lot of joy. You know, you're giving joy, and you're getting it back. But you know, when you're on the bus. Um, in America, and and you know you're you're alone, and you're thinking about your family. It, it can be really hard. We we'd be away for six weeks at a time. Mm. Uh, we kind of make up for it a bit when we were home. We you know we uh, after a tour, we'd have a week or so off, and you know I got to spend all the time with my family then. So, yeah, you know, yeah. We made up for it a bit, but um, you know it's a balance, and and it's a difficult balance. And and I know Greg, uh, Greg and Anthony and I all felt um, that that uh, that difficulty. Yeah. This is the question I had for you, because obviously we're living now in such an era of social media and people are all about the brand and here's the vision for what we're doing with this. You guys, it sounds, it seems a lot more like you had an idea and then things just kept plussing themselves on top of that idea. Mm. Do you do you think you could have imagined exactly the pathway you ended up taking or was it just oh, no, trusting? Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was, you know, I think we just came up with something that really connected with with. Uh, children and families, and um, it, you know, it was a, a bonus that it was so successful. Uh, we weren't—I guess—we weren't surprised that it connected with the audience because we we knew our audience really well. Yeah, but we certainly didn't. Um, we certainly didn't plan it. Plan it, and you know. Um, we we did our first album thinking, oh, let's just put this album out and we'll do a few little shows and and that might be it and we'll just go back to teaching and um but you know it started to, to um the, the audiences grew and we were enjoying it so much and um and so we just followed it for us it was just a grand adventure I think and um you know even going to America we just treated it like that just let, you know let's have some fun with it and and uh, you know do something a bit different <laughs> and just... then it, it just went nuts over there and, and uh, you know so it's very exciting but it's interesting looking back at the documentary because um, you know you're looking at your, your past and the journey you're on and and, um, uh, it, it, and it almost seems like another lifetime you know I, yeah. I, I stopped performing with the Wiggles uh, over 10 years ago and so it's you know it, it, to look back it's, it's, it's like really gratifying but also it's like wow did we do that well, to look back, sort of um, saw more of the crowds as well. Is there anyone that has sort of uh, that has come to a show? Usually, probably it'd be the parents of whoever's coming to the show. But has there been any parents that have come to the show? We like, oh my god, Bill Gates is here! Like, this is who's <laughs> oh, been yeah. the person who was like, wait, what? Why? Why? Yeah. What's what the hell is going on? I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Yeah, it was very much like that. We had a lot of that. Um, happen and, and the, probably the most famous one, which we have talked about before, but it still blows me away. Um, it was still fairly early in our success in America. We was, um, you know, we hadn't yet played Madison Square Garden, but um, uh, Robert De Niro came along with his, his young son. And, that's and we didn't incredible. Even know he had a young, we didn't even know he had a young son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Minute, we we're meeting Robert De Niro, and at the same show. Um, Jerry Seinfeld was there as well with his family. <laughs> That's and, amazing. Uh, to, to be on stage looking down and there's Robert De Niro and and, um, and Jerry Seinfeld in the crowd. You know, we're just a bunch of four dags from Australia. Yeah, he's tremendous. People watching us and it was just incredible. But over the years, you know, we had so many different um, people come and, and, you know... It, it is about the, the children. So yeah. they were just parents. They weren't, you know, it wasn't like stars, you know, trying to outdo each other. Or no, and I think that's beautiful as well. Yeah, it was watching... 
Yeah. Watching some of the world's most famous people be parents. That's yeah. Pre- that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. God, I also could not imagine the pressure. Like, Robert De Niro's resting face is, <laughs> nah, none of this impresses me. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, <laughs> this is the most pissed off I've ever been. So I cannot imagine performing and looking down and going, oh, no. <laughs> well, Anthony said it before that uh, it was you know, quite funny sitting there eating popcorn and it looked like that scene from Cape Fear. <laughs> 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 he didn't have a cigar, did he? <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't intimidate us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Murray, um, I just wanted to say, and I've been waiting probably twenty plus years to say mm. this. Uh, I went and saw you guys at the Cranbourne Life Be In It Centre in uh, just outside of Melbourne, Victoria, when I was a wow. kid. And I just wanted yeah. to say, you, Murray, particularly pointed at me, and I think it was the f- <laughs> it was the first time in my life I realised that people in the TV were real people. So oh, <laughs> thank you for yeah. shattering that fourth wall for me and, and doing everything for um, a, a, so many generations of kids now and their families. You guys are just the best, and we're so, so pumped about this documentary on Prime Video. Thanks for your time, guys. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Ned and Josh.